0: This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you.
1: It got started with a death notice. It takes place in two different countries, and women have had their own version since 1934. This is your Squiz Kids shortcut to the ashes. The podcast where we dive into the who, what, when, where, why and how of the big news stories. I'm Amanda Bauer. And I'm Bryce Corbett. Bryce, Australia excels at lots of different sports. Rugby, swimming, AFL of course. But one of the first games we really made a name for ourselves in, before we were even a nation...
0: Today, we'll take you through why the Ashes are one of the most important fixtures on Australia's sporting schedule, who some of the heroes of the Ashes past have been, and how the women's series is different from the men's.
1: Listen carefully. There's a squeeze at the end. Why? Bryce, if you'd like to understand why the Ashes are so important, Mm -hmm. I'll just get you to step over here into the Squeeze Kids time machine. Oh, cool. I'm going to take you back, way back, Mm -hmm. to
0: 1882. I say, we appear to be at the Oval.
1: That's right, home of English (laughs) cricket. We are at a match between England and Australia, and although the visitors are struggling, there's an Australian fast bowler who just won't give up. Uh Uh-huh. This thing can be done, Fred Spofforth tells his teammates, and he takes four wickets for only two runs. Wow. England's last batsman comes to the crease and needs just 10 runs to win, but. Mm. He's bowled after scoring only two. Wow. Australia's won! Woohoo! The crowd actually falls silent because they find it almost impossible to believe that mighty England has lost (laughs) at its home ground.
0: Can't, Aussie! Sorry, but I do love a bit of national pride.
1: Well, at that point, Australia wasn't even a nation yet. Ah. It was still a colony of England. So for England to lose and to lose on their home turf to one of the colonies, well, (laughs) it was a bit of a slap in the face.
0: Brilliant. So it wasn't just about cricket. It was about the little brother having to win over the big brother.
1: Yep, and we all know how much little brothers love that. (laughs) At the start, I think that was definitely one of the reasons why people paid a lot of attention to the Ashes mm-hmm. and there's also, you know, that catchy name.
0: Oh yeah? Tell me more about that.
1: Well, after the English team lost, a newspaper called the Sporting Times in England published a mock death notice.
0: In an affectionate remembrance of English cricket, which died at the Oval on 29th of August, 1882. Rest in peace. The body will be cremated and the ashes taken to Australia. Oh, that is so good. But were there actually ashes?
1: No, but that didn't stop the English captain from promising that he'd win back these ashes that didn't exist and restore English pride when his team Uh toured Australia a year later. Now, England did in fact win, and a group of Melbourne women with a cracking sense of humour actually presented Bly, the English captain, Mm. with an urn, which is a thing used to store ashes in, that supposedly contained the ashes of some burned cricket bales.
0: That's cool. And so now there were real ashes and a real rivalry, and I guess the name stuck, right?
1: Basically. And nowadays, at least one every two years, Australia and England battle it out in a best-of-five test match series. It's held either in the Australian summer, with the famous Boxing Day test in Melbourne, mm-hmm. or in the English summer, with Lords being my personal favourite location.
0: Cool. But tell me, Amanda, who were some of the heroes of the Ashes over the years?
1: Who? Well... You can't talk Aussie cricket without talking Don Bradman.
0: Of course, the Don. Surely the best batsman to ever play the game.
1: Yeah, well, I couldn't agree more, that's for sure. You know, Bryce, when he was just 21 in the 1930 Ashes, the Don scored 974 (laughs) runs when he batted just seven times during the five tests. That's amazing. I know you're very good at maths, Bryce, but in case you don't (laughs) have a pen and paper, that's an average of 139.14 runs per inning.
0: Wow, impressive.
1: Yep, and that prowess with the bat is probably what led to the ugliest Ashes series ever, which was the next Mm -hmm. one. That was in Mm -hmm. 1932-33, and the English came up with a way to try to stop the Don from walloping them from 974 again. Mm -hmm. It was known as Bodyline. The English bowlers oh, yes. would pitch the ball at the bodies of the Aussie batsmen with the idea mm-hmm. that when they were defending their heads with the bash, the ball would be deflected off into an easy catch. Now, right. it did work for them. They won the series 4-1, to one, but they were famously mm. accused by the Australian captain of not playing cricket.
0: It's just not cricket, Amanda. Exactly. And it was seen as going completely against the sportsmanship that cricket had been known for.
1: Yeah, and for years afterwards, the relations between England and Australia were a bit strained, even though the rules of cricket were changed to stop it happening again. As mm-hmm. for Don Bradman, he went on to captain Australia and he played his last test match for Australia in the 1948 Ashes series. His mm-hmm. career test batting average of 99.94 is said by many sporting experts to be the greatest achievement by any athlete in any major sport ever.
0: Wow, that is saying something. Now, the English breathed a sigh of relief when Bradman retired, that's for sure. Now, you mentioned a new format for the women. How is the women's ashes different from the men's?
1: Well, Bryce, the men, as we said, play five test matches, each of which lasts five days or less and consists of each side batting twice. The women play one test and then they play three one day international games where each side bowls only 50 overs and three 2020 games where each side bowls only 20 overs to the other. So basically, the women's ashes are fast and furious.
0: We all know the Aussie women have been the best in the world for many years, so it's probably not surprising that they have won more titles than the English. Now, tell me about the superstar women of the Ashes.
1: So, Aussie women have been facing off against the English since 1934. And just like our men do, they have more wins under their belts than the English do. Cool. Can't, Aussie. can the Aussies. The two biggest heroes of the Australian women's teams are Betty Wilson... Now, Betty played from 1948 to 1953 and she took 53 wickets from just nine matches.
0: Go, Betty!
1: As of June 21, 2023, Elise Perry held the record for both the most runs scored in the Ashes and the most wickets taken.
0: Talk about an all-rounder and talk about a treat. A whole season of cricket to watch. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What was the name given to the type of bowling the English used against Don Bradman and his team in 1932-33? That's right. It was Bodyline.
1: Boo. Boo. Question two. How many tests do the women play in their Ashes series? just the one
0: question number three if an ashes series started in june where would it be taking place england because it's always played in summer
1: that's all we have time for today thanks for joining us as we explored the who what how where when and why of the ashes
0: now get out there and have a most Excellent day.
1: Over and out.